welcome to the Daring Author Podcast, the show that takes you behind the scenes of building a successful author business, bringing you inspiring interviews and information on writing and marketing ideas for your book so that you can build an easeful, empowering and profitable author business. I'm your host, Jenna Lee, owner of The Daring Press, a virtual marketing and support agency where we help indie authors who are ready to take their author business to the next level with more ease, growth, and time. You can find the episode show notes and a bunch of marketing resources at thedaringpress.com. Let's become daring authors by diving into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another chapter of the Daring Author Podcast. I am so excited because today we have a very special guest, Hannah, who is the strategist uh, or one of our strategists on the Daring Press team. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Jenna, for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. So Hannah is such a great asset to the Daring Press team and we are so lucky to have her because she just is a wealth of knowledge and especially when it comes to strategies and that's what we're going to chat about today we're going to look at the importance of book launch planning, which Hannah just nerds out on all the time, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's my input and learner having a field day. <laughs> yes, yes. We're talking, we're talking about this before, for those that don't know, um, strengths. And um, we're talking about um, our strengths and how we, we play to them. Do you want to let the audience know a little bit more about, yeah, strengths and what, what we're talking about when we mean that? Um, so strengths, there's there's a bit of a preamble of like the origin and that sort of stuff, but particularly relevant for the author community. Um, look up Becca Syme, S-Y-N-E. Um, she has a lot of great information for free on her YouTube. Um, but basically it's, you know, a way to look at yourself and see the parts of yourself like as a strength, um, which was the really like, you know, empowering thing for me. It was like, oh, I, I ruminate which is not great and I you need know, to work on. But this actually means I, if I have a story idea and I let it, you know, simmer for a while, I can then just be like, okay, you know, deep focus into like writing for like, you know, a big chunk of time. Um, so my top five is intellection, input, restorative, empathy, and learner, if anyone's curious. Um, and you know, it's actually kind of funny because strategy is not in my top 10. It's in my top 15. <laughs> um, but I really attribute like some of those strengths, like learner and input in my just wanting to learn, wanting to get all the pieces of information and apply them to things. Yeah, you're so, you're so good at that. Like we were chatting about, you know, taking taking all of that information and then putting it into something that is easy for, you know, writers and authors to um, process and be able to take action on, like putting that together in a way that feels easeful for them and that they can understand and take that on into, mm. their, biz- into their author business. Yeah. Which is why like discovery calls and those initial meetings are so crucial because as you know strengths can like uh, uh, reveal every author is different every author has different strengths um what they're good at and especially with today's like climate with the market you need to play to your strengths and not like to you know what someone else look it's good to learn from other people but if it's not working for you you need to look at what your strength is and apply those um so like then 
applying that to book launches is similar. <laughs> yeah, and that's such a big theme. We had um, Becca Syme on the podcast, if you're interested in yes. strengths. She was on the podcast um, back a few episodes ago. And it's so funny, the, every interview I'm having lately is a huge thing around you know, playing to our strengths and not having to do everything. There is, you know, a lot of different ways that authors make success and there's a lot of different paths to take and it's not not for everyone and you don't have mm. to jump on TikTok un- unless it feels good for you. Like you don't, there's mm, that whole yes. should. Yeah, it's yes. a huge conversation. It's coming up all the time. It's like, yeah. And that like decision fatigue is a big thing. Like for instance, uh, what what to do with a book launch, like, what does that look like? And it will vary depending on so many factors as not just like what works for you and your genre and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that that's a great leeway into our first question. Hey. So how did you know? <laughs> um, so yeah. what what is a book launch plan for, you know, just to break it down back to basics? Uh, keeping it simple, uh, you have a new book. It has never been released before. And so it's the initial public, like, on a technical standpoint it's the initial publication of a book and it's one of the key moments of marketing for that book it's not the only one um because books have a lot of life and longevity depending on how you market them but it's one of those cornerstones of you know what to um, market around and so it's one that a lot of focus is put on um for good reason yeah yeah definitely and it's yeah, it's something that we do have to think about now of like not just chucking a book up and being like, all right, you do your thing, Amazon, I'll make it, I'll make a lot of money on this and just pop it up. Like I think that it, it might have worked, you know, five, ten years ago, but the way, you know, mm. things have gone now in the market, we do need to be thinking about this book launch plan, you know, a lot sooner in in the um in the workflow of a of a book. So what goes into creating a book launch plan? Let's break it down. So my first, so I'm big, um, I'm a big advocate for uh, looking at planning and marketing um, even before you start writing. Um, that might make some people with certain strengths cringe, um, but it's always something you can look at afterwards as well. But first off, it'd be looking at your genre and the book format. Like, you know, there's going to be a difference between um, short stories, novellas, and novels. But for the sake of this, let's go with a novel. Um, you're going to have certain market expectations depending on your genre. So, you know, romance, sci-fi, fantasy, and, or even just those two separate, even though they're lumped under one under Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, mystery thriller. All of those have certain, you know, demographic information that will impact this. Um, so yeah, your book format, your genre, um, and therefore audience would be the first thing. And then going from that, it would be whether you're going to go wide or exclusive with Amazon, which is always a, which one do I do? And can be quite stressful. Um, that won't be in the scope of this episode. Um, but either way, um, whatever path you go, it's then understanding wherever you are publishing, what are the rules for publishing there? So keeping it simple with Amazon. You've got, you know, your options with exclusive, Kindle Unlimited, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it would be where you're publishing, you know, what you're publishing, who you're publishing to, where you're publishing it, um, and then how. So, like, for instance, um, there's a lot of 
pressure i think on authors to rapid release like like especially in romance um but across the board and that doesn't work for everyone and there's a lot of marketing things that technically could be a part of a launch plan but also just a general marketing plan of what to do between launches helps a launch um but um, there will be a difference depending on whether you are rapid releasing or it's a one book a year sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's depend yeah, depending on yeah, how your schedule sort of looks. And I guess that's playing back looking at the strengths again in terms of, you know, yeah, you might see that oh rapid releasing is the only way that you're gonna make it, like that some that you might interpret interpret from somebody posting in a, a Facebook group saying this is what worked for me and then thinking, oh shit, now I've got to go and be a rapid release or I've got to be releasing books every six weeks. And it's like, no, that's that's not for everyone. If if you feel um quite energetic and you can like that's Mm. how you do work definitely go for it and if that feels good like go for that and then create a book launch plan around that but if it doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't mean that you're not gonna gonna see success you've got like at the end of the day you've got to write and work the way that you work and you know if it takes longer for you to write a book you want to make sure that it's in the best possible way that you know how to do it yeah. yeah yeah and then with that it's also there's there's a couple of things where it's like if you're going to launch like a off the top of my head an Amish romance at Christmas time uh, maybe if it's Christmas themed um but like for instance Christmas time is rough for most books publishing at that time there are certain um you know marketing things that are like good general rules of thumb like things are rough during the holiday period uh the u.s summer period um you know it's some like oh it's better to release on tuesday there's little things like that that don't necessarily make or break but they're little factors that can add up but i think the most important thing is yeah what you feel capable of in terms of will this negatively impact your writing your creativity because burnout is a big issue um, and you don't want because launching a book, especially the first time, and it, the spoiler alert is almost every time. In fact, um, it is stressful. It's exciting, but it's it's on a similar wavelength of both exciting and terrifying. Um, yeah. So it's like you got to make it work for you. And factors like you know health and that sort of thing. You yeah, you need to have that flexibility that it works for you. Um, so yeah, the factors of that would be um knowing like I want to say like you know how fast you write and I say that as someone who I think for a couple of months and then I write for a couple of weeks and that's kind of my workflow um it's and I found that so frustrating because I was like no I need to write every day um but it's like okay during this period while I'm thinking on my story idea that could be a good idea you know good phase to launch a book for instance yeah um and yeah. that sort of sort of planning that is my futuristic kind of forward planning a lot though um and that's not everyone has high futuristic so yeah. i think person from a kind of strategy point of view bare minimum i know some people can do it on a month or less and i i, I don't know which witchcraft that is <laughs> um but i think 
at a bare minimum, having three months before a book launch is important to either be starting um, the various marketing activities or, you know, initiating them if you've already got an audience and platform. Yeah, and that just for an example of that, like I am doing a co-write at the moment and we've, we're literally getting to the end of the book already and I'm just like surprised how quickly we smashed it out. But we were thinking, I think we started this, I think it's been like I reckon four or five weeks, I think, and it's getting to near that end point. But in terms of market, like we set pre-order to come out in March next year and we, we're going to move it forward to maybe February, but we've allowed that time and like three months, what is it, like uh, November, December, January, at least three to four months to build up that marketing. So we've got it on pre-order. Yep. We've got our, like we're building up our communities, doing some teasers around um, the content in the book and we've got our, you know, alpha readers going through the book and build, picking out stuff and building it out. But we're ahead of the game. Like we we pre- plan mm. to be ahead. Like we've got that book one coming out um, then and then we're going to rapid release like six weeks apart. But we're going to be, even at the end of this year, we're going to be a bit way through book two so we're ahead like we're we're not yeah which works in terms of that well thinking about the marketing we've finished the book we're ahead of the game we're not you know we've got a deadline obviously at the end of this month but we don't actually need it done until like January the edit's not till January but for us to be ahead of the game and be able to focus on marketing Mm -hmm. as well as while we're writing it I don't know it feels like such a good process in that sense to be ahead not chasing yeah, it it's very it can be very um what's the word I'm thinking of? Um it can then also be self-motivating to be ahead and yeah. almost there's a sense of certainty and a moment to relax. You have that ability to breathe, which is so important. Like like anything can happen and there's I don't think it's healthy to stress about all the and worry about all the possible things that could go wrong in the world because that's debilitating. But giving yourself like a realistic look of, okay, this is my capacity. And if I have at least a month, ideally three ahead of time of buffer, I feel much more comfortable and that yeah. I can face, you know, uncertainty. Because um, that's, yeah, certainty seeking is a, oh, that's a whole other big thing. Um, and so, yeah, like that. And as you mentioned with um, getting um, ARC readers, um, or was it alpha readers, sorry. Yeah, first process them. Then we're going to get um, better, beta. Everyone's pronounces it different. Um, (laughs) There is, and then arc readers at the end. So we've got like our process, but it's interesting when we did first start writing, we're like, all right, let's just start writing. And then I think when we hit the middle part, then we're like, okay, let's book in the editor for this date because we know that we're going to make that. There's not pressure because I see so many people and like deadlines in terms of, oh, I've got to get it to the editor next week. And like, there's just this big like deadline pressure on themselves and they're going to get to that stage where they're just going to feel so like chasing that gap, like you're constantly chasing, chasing, Mm. chasing. And it's not, yeah, a good feeling. And And there's a key difference between healthy pressure and unhealthy pressure. Like if you feel, if you're the kind of person who needs that external deadline, like, okay, I need to get this to the editor, the trick is booking that editor enough in advance that you have some leeway, but also 
making sure that doesn't negate the pressure yeah. i don't like especially from like having adhd like the last minute rush i'm very familiar with <laughs> yeah. but um it's yeah just doing those little hacks of like what works for you which again is very personal but to uh, and that's one of the things like with giving advice it's like oh there's so many different variables but to bring it down to like some core things um i'd be figuring out when you want to release your book and there's the various factors that go into choosing that and then working backwards and from from your launch to wherever you are in the writing process so like what you've described you know you can now be like okay i can book the editor i can book the cover designer here um, but if you're further along, you could be like, okay, I'm going to book, you know, this promotion um, tour or like all that sort of stuff, um, you know, and having those kind of check-ins of like phases, like when I, uh, like when we do a book launch planning, you know, at least three months, we have like, okay, at this many weeks out, here are the key things that you need to have, you know, sorted and that sort of thing. And obviously we'll, you know, personalize that to whoever we're working with um yeah but, but it's a yeah. good like it's a standard guideline of like yeah t- and that's super helpful in terms of yeah being three months out okay let's get these things organized I know it's three months out but we need to be thinking about these not a week out and rushing it because yeah that's not going to be good for your health and it's not going to be good in terms of um what you're putting out there um you know you could still if you are planned, it could be better quality and, you know, you could be ahead of the game. So, yeah, definitely in our book launch plans, we break it down and I find it super helpful to be like, okay, three months out, these are the things I should be doing. I don't need to worry about all this other stuff that, um, you know, is on the agenda. I just need to focus on these set things and then we break it into, okay, two months out, this is what I should be doing now. And, you know, and breaking that down and it's a guide and it's something that you can go and follow and I find that so beneficial. Yeah. yeah. And there's also different types of launches. So you can do a soft, like anywhere between a soft launch and a hard launch um, and that really depends on how much marketing you're putting behind the launch um, because there's kind of three phases. There's pre-launch, you know, you know pre-order pre-sale the build up to the launch then you've got the launch day slash week which kind of be like the biggest kind of point and then you've got the you know post-launch you know tail kind of thing um which obviously even describing that people can see where like okay you know if you're rapid releasing that post-launch of the first book leads into the pre-launch of the second book that kind of connection but then on a bigger scale of say a book a year you can then tie that into whatever your next marketing focus is. Um, I'd say like an example of like a soft launch, like if someone was like, okay, for whatever reason at all, needed just to do a bare minimum launch, um, maybe like, you know, it's a book three or four or six kind of thing, um, it would be, I'd recommend always engage your newsletter. If you've got money for ads, put money behind on ads um and you know especially if it's later books having an arc team like that would be my bare minimum you know kind of like something through all launches and then from there you know you're gonna get better with you know the kind of newsletter marketing you do the kind of social media you do how you engage your teams um whether they're arc street team or like whatever marketing 
um, you're doing would yeah. be kind of like how I'd picture it. Yeah, and how and how that works for you. And I guess like when we do, when you do um, our book launch plans for our clients, we do take into account what, you know, we have discussions with them of like what, you know, what their strengths are in a way of like knowing what's going to be the best outcome for them in terms of you've got your, as you said, your um, book launch plan um, tasks or things that they can be doing for anybody, but then it's getting deeper into that and being like, okay, we think that this would be the best solution for you based on the information that we have and this is the best sort of strategy and breaking it into that, which I find is super um, beneficial for people and really tapping into how they can market their books that feels really good for them in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And one another way to look at it is looking at what is your audience, maybe not necessarily your platform, but well, kind of yes, actually no, both. Your the what is the audience that you have direct communication to? So taking stock of your newsletter, your social media, um, all that data. Like I think one of the things that's really important is to set up systems that you can, you know, make informed decisions for marketing. So if someone, you know, if a client comes to us and it's like, okay, I'm rapid releasing, this is my first series, I have no audience, you know, no readers, that sort of thing. I'm like, okay, let's get, you know, a system in place to start building your ARC team and street team. Um, let's, you know, be building this consistency, uh, clear branding, all that sort of stuff to really, even if, you know, it might not be the best launch, depending on how much time between starting from scratch and then rapid releasing because again having at least that three months is important um but all that foundation that you set up will save you so many headaches later on yeah definitely definitely and I'm a planner so I'm like you know and for people that aren't that's what you that's what you can outsource for in terms of um, getting that support if planning like you know is not your thing and it's not everyone's cup of tea and that's why that's the importance of outsourcing to someone that does thrive on that and that loves putting that Mm -hmm. together and can tap into that so that you feel really supported and um you know during during your release and your book launch marketing plan like you've got that um done up and you know you have a guide to be able to support you which I feel is super beneficial that you're not alone in this yeah because your launch your launch should be something that you should be celebrating i think you should celebrate every launch like heck you wrote a book that's fucking awesome that's really awesome (laughs) 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 i swear swearing's all good here okay yeah (laughs) but yeah like Uh, yeah get back to that celebration of you know yeah of of being able to write a book because that's a huge achievement and not everyone can do it in that yeah yeah and that's special and the um yeah because it can be so like I think Becca used the term red water marketing which I don't know about you but that just kind of instills a bit of oh we are in the water where the sharks have already been eating and this is uncomfortable and so it can be scary but like yeah very very much following your joy and applying that to everything in your business like obviously practical joy as well but like very much what feels good what feels right especially with your creativity when that's involved following following your intuition and what yeah what feels good for you yes exactly 
Awesome. Um, I'm going to leave it at that because there's so much, so much info yeah. in um, book launch planning and Hannah's going to come back in another episode to chat with us about some other topics, which um, is going to be super exciting. But yeah, I feel if you are looking at, you know, thinking about doing a book launch plan and having support, what would you recommend, Hannah, when people should get in contact? I know we've got to be planning three months out, but does that mean that they need to get, you know, be planning for that support a lot further than that or, where you know, when's the right time to look at that? Bare, bare minimum, um, I, would, I would maybe be like, okay, um, I'm – maybe like at least two weeks before starting the launch period would be the bare minimum because we would want to do that discovery call we'd want to like you know make sure we clearly know you know who you are what what you need and how to make this launch work for you yeah um and obviously you can work ahead of that um because you know there'll be people who thrive on like you know high futuristic or longer term planning um But you can always just pop in, have a discovery call and be like, I'm not sure how to go about this. And we can give you some direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think that four, four months out is a good timeline to start that process and be thinking about it. And, um, you know, and of course, like if you've got a book launch that's like two months out and it's not in that process there is things that you can still do mm-hmm. obviously it's not make or break but um that's just our sort of recommendation I guess in a way of like how we see it but like obviously there is circumstances where you know it might be shorter time frame and there is um book launch plans that do work for that type of thing that we can work out you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, Hannah. I've loved chatting with you and we can chat all day about all of this (laughs) strategic planning and things like that. So yeah, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Thanks for listening to the Daring Author Podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you are ready to grow your author business with the support of the Daring Press, book in your free discovery call today before places fill up. We'll see you in the next Daring episode.